0: everyone, and welcome back to the Riverdale Recap Podcast. Today, we will be talking about the third episode of Riverdale Season 6, Mr. Cipher. I'm Mary Kwiatkowski, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, whose soul I would never sell to the devil, Kirsten McKinnis. Kirsten, how are you doing this evening? Cipher? I hardly know
1: her. That's all I could think from the moment I saw the episode title. I'm doing great. I mean, you can't sell my soul to the devil because uh, I am the devil, so uh, nice loophole there, Mary. I'll need you to borrow my pen to sign the new Kowski cast contract.
0: How long did it take you to figure out, like, in the episode? Like, did you get his whole name? And, like, I mean, like, it was pretty clear that he's basically the devil from the start, but, like, with his whole name, did you figure it out before he literally says it? And then, like, Veronica's like, oh, Lucifer, I get it. Um, yes, I did get it
1: before Veronica did. I couldn't tell you the moment when I did because I feel like the episode was, like, very clearly about the devil, like, pretty quick.
0: When he first said his name was Lou. He, he was like, my name's Mr. Cipher, but you can call me Lou. I was like, okay. And then later on, when I saw it written down and it said Lou Cipher, I was like, oh. oh. <laughs>
1: okay, well, maybe you need a nap or something. Um, but I'm upset about it because in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, they already have Lucifer Morningstar, who is the devil, who is in this universe, and they could have just used him instead of creating like a new devil character that they're naming Lou Cipher. Like, to try and be clever. Like, the devil canonically exists in this universe, and he's way hotter than this guy, so... This guy wasn't bad, though. <laughs> no, but, okay, Um, the guy who plays...
0: I'll, all right, I'll look him up. I'll look up the Lucifer guy. Morning Lucifer Morningstar.
1: He's Luke something. He's played by... I feel like I'm
0: not seeing any pictures of him. Wait, I'm no, I'm just finding Lucifer from the show Lucifer, so that's not what I want. His name is Luke something, I think. But it's not the same guy from... From Lucifer, the show. No, it's
1: not. His name is Lucifer Morningstar. It's not, okay, in... that's the,
0: apparently that's the same person. But then if you just from look, Lucifer. add Sabrina after your search. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Um, it's fine. Well, he's like mostly naked in this picture. So, and what's the problem? Wait, does he marry Sabrina? Spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen that. I guess no, because spoiler alert, he's Sabrina's dad. Oh. He looks kind of young to be her dad. Well, he's the devil, so he doesn't age like a mortal. I guess that makes sense. Okay, um, I mean, you know, yeah. Look, all these all these people, good looking actors. I just, he already exists in the universe and they could have just
1: had him back and then they instead chose to do this. It's like they, they have an easy answer and they decide to take a more complicated path on purpose and I just don't, I don't get it.
0: Yeah, what I do think is that we, our theory that they're slowly killing off every character is going it escalated yeah, one, dramatically in this episode. Three three people bit the dust. Now they did technically bring one person back in order to kill them but still. Yeah the, the deaths will keep coming. Yeah we lost Glenn, Nick St. Clair and Reggie and I mean Reggie's really the notable but one I there. Would,
1: yeah I was going to say Glenn and Nick St. Clair don't matter at all like they don't count as main characters.
0: They don't. I guess I'm just curious to know whether or not Glenn comes back in because I I do think he is in like the TBK plot line so I guess we'll find out later but let's hop into this episode Mr. Cipher and we'll start with our Jughead walk and talk great walk and talk There's this old folktale I think would make for a good story. It's called The Devil's Holiday. And in it, the devil visits a small town in order to collect lost souls and sow the seeds of destruction and despair. Yeah, here it is. Now, there are many different versions of this folktale. But in this one, I'm imagining the name of the town is Rivervale. And the devil that visits it can take any number of guises. Although he pretty much chooses exactly one guise. Yeah. Just so one. let's start with the tab of the plot line. We have several different people making deals with the devil, but I would say this one is the most clear, like, in the good column. Like, everybody else kind of is selfish, and Tabitha is really the only one that like does any good, which is probably why she uh, is visited by a guardian angel in there, but Tabitha's situation is that Pop's father made a deal with the mm-hmm. devil uh, a while ago in order to exchange his soul for prosperity in the diner, and so we start out the episode with Pop, who's being and just a real nice guy, giving some food to a man who's not able to pay, and then he has a heart attack, and at the hospital with Tabitha, Mr. Cipher shows up, and that's when he's like, call me Lou, and I, I feel like Tabitha and every character in this episode is way too quick to just be like, oh, you're the devil. Okay, so, like, checks out. Sounds good. I mean, I understand that they couldn't realistically have this episode where it's just constantly having to have people be like, wait, no, I don't believe that. But I guess Rivervale, we're just on board. Yeah, I mean, we're
1: living in a world where they did a ritual murder of Archie and they had to, like, deal with a demon that snatches up babies So, like, they're already inclined to the supernatural in Rivervale. And I feel like with, like, Pop Tate also is like, yeah, I offered up my soul in exchange for my dad's So it's like, he already knows. So why would Tabitha not? believe pop.
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Plus, I mean, when you see a person like literally transform their face into like a creepy devil face. By the way, that did scare me when it happened in this scene. It was it was fairly early in the episode. It, it, it happens a couple times later, but there's sort of like a scream noise and everything gets all like dark and then there's his face gets all white and glowy. It's creepy. It's creepy. I wouldn't say it's scary. Well, okay, I watched it with headphones. I don't know. It scared me. Did we well, know? I <laughs>
1: headphones make you more scared because, of visual
0: effects. Well, because I'm not really at afraid of visual effects on their own. I'm only afraid of like sound effects. Like if I watched a movie that was scary with like without the sound on, I I think I would be like way less scared. Like 90%. Yeah, if less you scary. don't have any idea
1: what's going on, it's a lot easier to not be afraid. Exactly. The sound is way scarier. Oh now, my god.
0: Now, did we know that Pop's name was Terence Tate? Um, I don't think that we did. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about Terence? I mean, I love alliteration.
1: Um, I like the idea that people could call him Terry. I don't, oh, that's I don't good. Have a, I don't have a problem with it. He
0: does look like a Terry. I just think it's funny that we're getting that. I mean, maybe it's not the first time we're hearing this, but the first time that I can remember for a while, at least, that we're getting it now when we like, we've seen young Pop and I don't remember anyone calling him Terrence. Well, did, we, did they call him anything? Probably not, but. They probably just called him Tate. Tate. Hey, what's up, Tate? That's Sub kind of confusing because Tate. Tate's like a name, too. I knew a guy Never just a was man Tate. with two first names. Yeah. So here's my real issue with this whole Pop Diner deal. We've been watching this show, Riverdale. Pop's Diner has not been seeing. A lot of success over the years Like there's there's some success But it has certainly had its ups and downs And I feel like they got really um Screwed in this deal with the devil Because you would think that like Magical deal, I mean I understand That's like the devil who probably puts in loopholes But like I don't think that if your diner Is supposed to see all this success That it could be like constantly on the brink Of like dying Where you need like cheerleaders singing milkshake You know on the roof To bring it back Yeah but that to me Almost makes
1: it more realistic because there's all these times when Pops should have been closed, but it miraculously got saved. And I have way more faith in the devil having saved it than anything <laughs> that the characters in Riverdale did having an impact. I actually really thought that this was well done because, and like, we've seen the financial wait, records. Wait, for pop- no, hold on. No, what
0: do you mean this is well done? I like this. this. I like this, this is about a canon. Pops. I dis. I
1: disagree with your co- like idea of this Pops but- deal. I I think that but it's this well This is done. In
0: canon. In the real story of Riverdale where we see all these magical things happen, there is no deal with the devil, probably. Well, We've been told that this is
1: canon oh. by the show creators. You, so, you so you think it's okay that Reggie's dead? I wish all of these people were dead <laughs> and the show was over, Mary. And you know what? If Reggie's going to sell Veronica's soul, then yeah, I'm glad he's dead. He <laughs> should rot so, in hell. Like, what a horrible boyfriend. It's so dumb. Um, so bad. But yeah, so like, we've seen like in the show Riverdale, all of the times where like, pops shouldn't work. They never raised their prices ever from like the 50s. It doesn't make it. (laughs) sense and yet somehow it's successful enough that pop had a full retirement fund and was able to
0: leave and then also come back and use his money to fix it up so like i think it checks out okay tabitha is way too cool calm and collected for me like she seems way too chill about this whole situation
1: i mean uh, what how are you supposed to react to that i like i don't understand what
0: i don't know what the appropriate response is i mean disbelief but then probably like i don't know if she was really a good person she would probably just sell her own soul
1: I mean, I think that she would have been willing to do that, but instead was able to find a
0: better way because she has like a pure heart or whatever. quick question. Mm -hmm. Maybe you know more about this because I have not, I haven't watched a whole lot of content that has like the devil as a character in it. I know there's there's a lot out there. There's a lot of shows about the devil. I guess like in Supernatural, I've just reached the season where the devil comes in.
1: But what season is that?
0: I've only watched the first, I think 10 or 11. Oh, it's earlier than that. It was like five or six Oh, season five of
1: supernatural is the freaking peak
0: yeah I'm, I'm in a good spot I feel pretty good with where I'm at anyway so I feel like I don't quite understand the logistics here like if you say hey devil I would like to sell you my soul in exchange for whatever that doesn't mean like right away right is it like whenever the devil wants to collect or is it like when I die then you get my soul I,
1: I think that it I'm trying to think I know in supernatural the hellhounds come for you and you hear them come Coming for you right when it's but time. you normally
0: in supernatural it's but like I think, I think it's like 12 years like you get yeah, a certain period of time
1: yeah i think that there's lots of different ways that it's done in different media like i know some of it it's a set amount of time some of it it's like at the end of your natural life it, you go to the devil um some of it's I don't, probably just whenever the devil feels like collecting it could be like when the devil has a shortage of souls i i do think that it's never just well you're going to give it to me right now because normally when you sell your soul to the devil, it's under the premise that you are receiving some sort of like selfish benefit, like right. us being a successful writer or having a lot of wealth or having a successful business. Like it's not, it's not something where it's like, okay, well, now I'm just going to give you my soul right now. Like that so, d- that doesn't make sense to me.
0: And then like in the scenario where, okay, Pop Tate's dad sells his own soul and then Pop is like, wait, I don't want my father's soul to be doomed for eternity. So instead I'll sell him mine. But it's not like it's that doesn't mean that Pop's father is, like, alive now. It just means he's no longer being tortured in hell, right? I think that
1: it means, yeah, that he would not be tortured in hell. I guess unless he had done, like, bad stuff in his life
0: to deserve to go to hell. Hmm. Confusing. I'm not 100% sure. I, oh, just, well. I think
1: that if you're willing to sell your soul to the devil, even if someone else does the selfless thing to, like, save you from that fate, being willing to sell your soul to the devil kind of means that you probably
0: belong in hell, right? Well, maybe. But I guess, like, in Pop and uh, Tabitha's circumstances, it's like, for the two of them, they're not the one who made the selfish deal about you know, the diner. You know, they're selfless.
1: They don't yeah. deserve it
0: at all. Yeah. So, anyway. So, so Tabitha's Tabitha-
1: dad deserves to be in
0: hell. Right, right. So, Tabitha tells Pop that she's He's going to sell the diner in exchange for his soul and Pop's like no Pop's chocolate shop is the soul of Riverdale which is why Cypher wants to destroy it because Cypher is essentially Hiram Lodge I guess.
1: Well so my theory on this is that um, so in the last episode Jughead very specifically called um, Sweetwater River the River Styx which is you know mm-hmm. the river to like obviously get into hell and so I think that it's something to do with Pop's being on the border of North and South River Vig- that makes it like such a peak location. Like maybe it's over a ley line or something like that in this
0: iteration. Yeah, possibly. It also seems like what Pop was saying was like that people who are kind of struggling for whatever reason and might slip into doing bad things don't because of the kindness of Pops. And if Pop's chocolate shop didn't exist, then like the devil would then be able to capitalize on all those bad people, basically. That's just such a
1: moralistic. I want it to be magic. I don't want it okay. to be a moral thing I like I if we're gonna be in Rivervale I just want it to be magical but like that's a good point it's yeah just the well, most boring way they could put it together
0: <laughs> well we're about to have some magic here because an angel shows up and notices how kind and compassionate Tabitha is and gives her what I assumed was going to be holy water but apparently it's the tears that the Virgin Mary shed at the crucifixion and so they have the power to not only protect the building of pops but also she drank her and pop drank some which like cures mm-hmm. their soul or whatever like their soul cannot be taken yeah so i i think that the
1: concept of these tears is like they're like holy water on steroids like okay it's way like the fact that they were tears cried by the like virgin mary would make them so much more powerful than anything a priest could bless which is how holy water is made um but also just uh rafael is the angel who came who's actually one of the archangels and he's the angel, I believe, that is responsible for, like, your safety and, like, health and safety. So it makes a lot of sense that he would be the one to show up. He's not her guardian angel. He's an archangel. He's kind of everyone's guardian
0: angel. Gotcha. So, yeah, he gives that stuff to her and then she puts it in a milkshake and Cypher drinks some and, like, mm-hmm. barfs up a bunch of blood, which was really gross. Yeah,
1: she she's like, oh, do you like the milkshake? And he's like, oh, now that you mentioned it, it tastes a little weird. And she's like, well, this is why. And, uh. Uh, he likes, yeah, he starts vomiting the blood. They like push him out of Pops and then they also put some of the tears around the
0: door to Pops as well, right? Is that what she was doing? Yes. Now, I mean, there is a back entrance, but okay.
1: I mean, I, but I think it's the same kind of thing as like with like all kinds of supernatural stuff is like. I think it's like some not allowed in without an invitation type thing, like a
0: vampire. Right. So. Yeah. So, uh, so that's good. So their plotline ended with no death and even some positive stuff. Look at them. Good for them. Egg. Uh, good people on, surviving. On the other hand, we have. So I'm kind of going in order of like th- the least bad people to the the most bad <laughs> okay. people is sort of how it's like okay. written. So I have Jughead next because while Jughead's incredibly selfish, it's like it doesn't. None of anything that he does affects anyone else. It's all self-contained. It's, yeah, it's all for him. Yeah. So uh, Tabitha tells Jughead about Cipher. Okay, pausing real quick. Here's another thought I just wanted to bring up. There is no mention, zero, zero mention at all in this episode of Tony Topaz. And she gone.
1: Well, Everybody right. knows. But
0: like, we got one mention of Archie in the previous episode, and I, I was kind of upset that we didn't have even just like a throwaway line like we got with Archie, like, "Oh, thanks, Archie, for how healthy our maple trees are." Like, I was kind of hoping we'd get something like that of like, oh, I'm so glad our kids are safe now that yeah, Tony I took think, over. I don't think most of the
1: people in the town knew about the Lyrona situation that was going on. Like, I think that the few people who lost kids knew. Well, then the shouldn't you be even more worried about know? like what happened to Tony? She just disappeared out of nowhere. I mean, but then like she's in a gang. People leave town all the time, you know? Um, <laughs> okay. So so I just think that less people knew about it. So it'd be less of like a big topic. And we also don't get a sense of how much time has passed. Because uh, in at the last couple of episodes, it did not seem like they were anywhere close to ready for the casino to open. And now they have this like fully constructed like whole situation. And so I do think that there also is a bigger time gap maybe between episodes two and three than there were between one and two. That's definitely possible um, And it also like everyone like one and two were town. pretty much
0: back to back.
1: Yeah. Everyone in town was there when they killed RG, So I just think that it's more likely that that would come up because they all did it together. Fair. I'm surprised they didn't do, though, like in True Blood when they have the stuff with um, Dionysus, like the people don't really remember it when they're not there anymore. And so I think that that would have been an interesting thing
0: where it's like people don't remember what happened to Archie. Dionysus shows up in True Blood? Yeah. I think it's season two. Hmm, interesting. Never watch. True Blood. I just don't really see the connection there. Um.
1: Well, they they show up to that that area. I don't know. Why. I don't remember why. But yeah, they. It's it's really cool the way that it's done. Actually, I really liked the first two, maybe three seasons of True Blood. Okay. How many are there? I think there's five, maybe six. Oh wow. Okay. More than I thought. But they're short seasons. Like there's only twelve episodes. Ah. So okay. So
0: Jughead. oh My gosh.
1: He hears about the devil and he's like, I want to talk to him. <laughs> I thought Jughead wrote to Novella. <laughs>
0: about, well, about he wrote Sam a, and hand
1: He wrote a very rough novella where the key conflict was that the man doesn't put the lid back on the toothpaste. <laughs> just, so like,
0: I don't think it was great.
1: <laughs> also, he's never been that good of a writer. He, so he's he.
0: never been a great writer. He's written one piece of content and it was about his life, which I think I've mentioned before. Like, that would be me. If I wrote anything, it would just be so autobiographical. Uh, So Jughead's like, I need inspiration, so I want to do an interview with the devil so that I can get info. And he tells Cypher, he's like, I want to do an interview, but I don't want to sell my soul. And so Cypher is like, okay, I'll give you two options. Option one, you can receive all the fame and notoriety for the interview, but you'll never be able to write again after it. And option two is that I will give you my story and it'll be so interesting, but the information must remain between the two of us and you won't be able to write about that. I'd say take option two if you're just looking. For inspiration, like you could probably get something out of it and write it. But either way, both of these options are probably bad. Um but yeah, it's the devil. He's not giving you a favorable deal. Yeah, like what is Jughead giving the devil that like would make the devil even want to do this interview? Like clearly I, like, the devil's gonna get something out of this.
1: Yeah, he's giving the devil the opportunity to torture him. Like,
0: yeah, I don't see Jughead like you know, pulling out a golden fiddle and playing the devil is due. <laughs> no, <Stop>. just me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I absolutely we could see Jughead bringing out a golden <laughs> fiddle. Chicken in a bread pan picking out dough. Um, But instead, he chooses option... Oh, he, he first says, give me the interview and then I'll choose which option after. Which, like, good clause, Jughead's thinking.
1: I don't, he shouldn't have been allowed to make that, like, clause.
0: Yeah, he shouldn't have been, but it's not gonna matter because apparently the interview was just the best thing in the world and he's like, well, I need to publish this and then he publishes it and he gets her all famous from publishing it. But, like... the are coming in. I don't get it. Do they think this is fiction or are people like, oh, crap, he really interviewed the devil. Like, what kind of world is this where people really think that happened?
1: I mean, maybe it
0: does happen, Mary. Okay, but it'd be like a tabloid, you know? It'd be like- Would you sell your soul to the devil? I think I, I could potentially see me selling, not for myself. Like, I don't think there's anything I want enough to do it. But, like, if it was like, hey, your whole family can live peaceful, happy lives if you sell your soul to the devil. Otherwise, like, something really bad's going to happen to them. Like, that would be probably the only scenario. But even, like, they do that in Supernatural all the time. And even when that happens, there's always some sort of big catch. It's like no one ever really gets what they want. So I don't know if it's ever really 100% worth it. I don't know. Would you?
1: That's the thing is, you're right. It's never worth worth it, but I feel like if it made things easier, I would consider
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think, like, I can't even think of a single thing that I want for my birthday this year. You know? Like, I just don't think there's that much that I want. <laughs> well, I mean, the stuff that you ask the devil for is bigger than what you ask for for your birthday. Come on. Okay. I don't know. I just can't think of anything. So, oh well. Um. So, basically, Jughead's super famous, and he tries to write on his typewriter, but, like, it literally won't let him. Like, he's typing, and it just, like, comes out that is gibberish. So that's he pretty. He can funny. never write
1: again. I don't know what he thought was going to happen.
0: Hey, I'm just saying he got off easy because I assumed that the devil was going to say like, you can never write again, and then like cuts off his hands or something like that. Like I thought it was going to oh be my a God. lot worse. Well, I thought it was going to be like more literal, but oh well. Um, So then Jughead begs for Cipher to take back everything, all the fame and notoriety, and just let him write again in exchange for his soul. This is a horrible deal, Jughead. I feel like the the devil would have been happy if you just said like, hey, I'll give you my soul but let me write again you don't also need to give back the fame and fortune like what's this getting you well it just shows how like insane the
1: original deal had driven him
0: yeah and and like maybe just do something else just like don't be
1: a writer you're not that good of a writer anyway well he thinks he's a great writer he doesn't think that there's anything else he could do
0: because the two good things he's written were his story of his own life and then he has zero inspiration after that and a thing that magical info he got from the devil so this just, oh, I'm fed up with him anyway you're so, fed up with Jughead yeah we've we've been fed up well, with Jughead well I've been pretty team Jughead for a long time but I, I'm having a hard time well, continuing welcome. To the correct side of history. This is what River Vale is doing to me. Um, so then Cypher crosses Jughead's name off his list and Jughead types again, and he's able to type now. Um, but he types Jughead Jones is damned for all eternity, and then he smiles. I don't know why he smiles. That's a waste of paper though. Like he then takes the paper out of the well, typewriter. Well, can you put I mean, the paper back in? How to typewriter? You can work?
1: absolutely put the paper back in. But oh, okay. that's probably like the title of his next thing. So it's probably just a title page. <sighs> um, um, like, cause why would Jughead be able to write about anything except his own life and experiences? Like, I think it would have been really funny if the Devil had been like, "Okay, yeah, you can write again. I'll take away all the fame and notoriety for your soul, but also you'll never get any fame, notoriety, or money from writing ever again." Like, I feel like that's probably the catch.
0: So Jughead is definitely dying next episode, right? He's gotta be next. Like, right? he's the only one who's a who's a pair who's and left. Like, there's and no they're not way killing, Tabitha. They're killing Tabitha.
1: Yeah, Raphael just came and. gave her tears from like the crucifixion.
0: So if Jughead dies, that would leave us with Betty, Tabitha, Veronica, and I guess Cheryl.
1: Yeah, so it it does look like they are killing the male half of all of the pairs, which you know what? I respect. I like the misandry. With the
0: exception of Tona. Tona? Sorry, with the exception of Tony. I don't know why it's... Who's Tona? (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: true, but Uh they also haven't really had fangs
0: in Rivervale at all, so it's like she she was almost more of like a solo who died true that is true so let's talk about the worst of the bunch oh my gosh okay so reggie and veronica this this is the longest plot line they made it the. i mean i guess it had to be the
1: main plot line almost just because uh reggie kind of started the whole thing
0: and here's what i'll i'll say about this i at least liked this a little bit better than when they turned the speakeasy into a casino because visually this casino was very interesting to look at like that it was huge there was a lot Le- it was a on. real casino. It wasn't just for children in the back of a speakeasy. Yeah. there was like columns and like all sorts of games happening. They had shows. They had shows. It, w- it was pretty interesting looking. Now, it's a little bit confusing of exactly what's going on because it's not enough that Reggie and Veronica create a casino. They're like, we're not only going to create a casino, we're going to create the most illegal casino ever with like so many things we could get caught for. Hey,
1: the house always wins,
0: okay? Yeah, but there's a difference between the house winning because that's literally how those games work and like them rigging everything so the house especially doesn't win they're like doing a reverse oceans 11 actually oceans 13 but who's counting Um, I really
1: like how um, the start of this is all a lot of Alice being really upset about um, like the w- way the casino is going to like ruin the purity of the town, which like since when is Alice cared about that? A. And B, like th- they live next to the River Sticks Like the town is not pure. They all murdered Archie
0: together. I feel like I'm cinema sins over here being like, I need to, to ding this for why? Why are they having a casino? There's not enough people in this town. There's barely any people in this town in the first place. How I do they like have enough personnel for a casino? I feel like casinos are often kind of like out in the middle of nowhere and people will come in for them. Okay, that is true because the last casino I went to was on a reservation and it was in a very small town in Oklahoma. So like that does that does check out. Oklahoma? Is that next to Texas? Mm. Maybe it was uh, not Oklahoma. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> it's right above. <laughs> okay, I thought it was. Okay, I then think, yes. Mm, yeah, let it, me confirm. Because it only took a couple hours hours to drive there from Texas so I'm like pretty sure that it's Oklahoma I'm sure. <laughs> oh man it's been a long time since we've had a Mary doesn't know geography segment I'm like pretty sure is it like up yes up it above? Is. it's right okay, above great. yeah okay, cool. I was even right about the location all right I should have just stuck with my confidence because I was correct um, yeah, so I guess Alice is just, like, trying to make the town pure because it's Alice and she wants her picket fences and whatnot. Um, what do you think of the name Babylonian? What does it mean? Well, I don't know, because there's, like, Babylon, but isn't that, like, the only thing I know is, like, the library of Babylon. Wasn't that a thing? Babylon was where, yeah, and that's where, like, the, like,
1: universal language got killed and all the different languages came from.
0: Let's see, Babylon was the ancient city where some of the most influential empires of the ancient world, ruled it was the capital of the Babylonian Empire. Okay, I'm sorry, but for a hot second I was like, "Wait, Babylon? Is that a real thing, or is this like like midi like fake history? Not fake. I mean, that was that was harsh. I mean, like it's, you know, like like uh, like fiction. Yeah. Well, like like uh like Greek gods and stuff. Like I know that's completely well, I mean, the, not the, the same thing. thing but, the thing is with like, like myth. Is what I yeah, meant.
1: but the the thing is with a lot of the old myth and all that, they are still set in real places.
0: Right. So, okay. But no, I, I did learn about Babylon. Right. Tower of Babylon. That was a thing, right? Yeah. That's where they were building it. That's
1: like the biblical story is that they lost their language. At. Like, that's where multiple languages came
0: from. Wait, did I make up library, though? Wasn't there like a library? Hold on. Life. Isn't the library in Alexandra? W- which one was the one that's like the, one of the like seven wonders? Wasn't it like some kind of library? Like oh, the hanging an- library? What am I thinking of? Why am I thinking like hanging library is a thing? There is
1: it's the um
0: the hanging gardens of babylon hanging gar okay i was close i was sort of <laughs> okay um oh one of the seven wonders okay so so that is a thing it was seven we, wonders I, of the ancient world
1: babylon is a real place it is a real place I it know. looks like it's in iraq
0: now betty is also going to mention the horror of babylon which is what besides a song <laughs> I mean, I'm only am, I'm only finding songs.
1: I feel like the, is that like a biblical
0: thing? Yeah. But why is literally only song references? Hang on.
1: Okay, so the horror of, of Babylon is, um, in the Old Testament, the city of Babylon gave birth to an empire that ruled the known world and imposed a worldview upon all of the peoples that she conquered. Though she did not destroy, she subverted. She could be brutal, callous, and proud, and she believed that she would reign over the earth forever. She said in her heart, I am, and there is no one besides me. I shall not sit as a widow or know the loss of children.
0: She spoke as a god and thought herself secure. Hmm. Associated with the beast. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of pictures of beasts.
1: Well, I guess in Revelation, in Revelation, it talks about Babylon getting destroyed.
0: Interesting. Okay. Well, so there's there's all of that happening. Um, Babylonian, though, for the name of the... With the exception of a column, I'm not really sure that the decor really feels... Like, I feel like they could have done more with that. There could have been more plant life if we're going Babylon.
1: Well, I mean, but like, they, I don't think they care. I think they cared. It, it was more about like symbolism of like... And I don't even think it's symbolism for Veronica and Reggie. I think it's symbolism in the show of like a big successful
0: empire that will fall. Oh, okay. Well, then I do like the name. Although, why do they always keep picking these names that are hard to say? Like first we had Le Bon Nuit, which is not that hard. It's just French. So, I don't, I, Why is Babylon hard to say? I don't know. It's like long and there's like a lot of bees in it. It's, only, it's just three little It's syllables. not Babylon. It's Babylonian. Oh, well, well, that is... If it was just they, Babylon, that would be a little better. Mm. I don't think Babylonian oh, is that hard to and say. And that's, that's where the term Babel comes comes from, right? That's what I've been saying (laughs) this whole time. okay, uh. all right, all right let's let's get back to it uh veronica <laughs> Veronica chats with Alice, and she's like the casino is super legit. and Reggie's like meanwhile talking to all of the staff at the casino, and he's like, the, the casino is super not legit. Every game's been calibrated to maximize profits. We're gonna be skimming some off the top and a we're gonna third get a third, which is a lot, and we're I, gonna th- be people are gonna notice. Well, it's a third of the, the winnings like that's going back to the company, right? So I'm not really sure how they're going to like have their books all settled. Like Veronica already had an issue with this once. Oh, those books will be cooked. Yeah, they're going to be super cooked. So they're getting ready for this soft launch that's apparently going to happen soon. So Cypher is there and we have this really small subplot that I don't know why it was here, but you know what? I'm not going to complain about any Kevin we get in the show. But Kevin basically is like oh things are hard and Cypher's like wow I saw you in New York you were really good you should be on Broadway and Kevin's like yeah it's not gonna work out and he's like what if I could tell you that all your dreams will come true and then he like snaps his fingers and all of a sudden Kevin's singing it's not unusual and then Fangs is now a different person named Finn who's Kevin's manager and also boyfriend and is this like real like did this actually happen is Fangs now a completely separate character like what has happened
1: I think that if it hasn't happened
0: yet maybe it will happen in the future. But like in Rivervale does Fangs no longer exist? Because um, if that's the case, who the heck is watching baby Anthony?
1: A great question. Um, My suspicion would be that um Lou just gave him like a new person that is a manager person that looks like Fangs. Okay.
0: I guess I can I get behind a a twin. that a little more.
1: I think Fangs has a twin now.
0: I think it's criminal that there were two songs in this episode and Kevin only got to sing For like 20 seconds.
1: I also think it's criminal that there were two songs in this episode. Like Kevin's a good singer. um, Yeah, I, they did not make a good uh, use of him here. Like, I, it was fine. Yeah. But, but it could have been good because Kevin is talented.
0: But he's the only one who, like, he's literally going to s- sell his soul to the devil and then we hear nothing else later. Like, I, I'm assuming Kevin's also just doomed. Maybe Kevin will die probably, next episode. He's probably already in New York. Yeah. I, I don't Broadway. know. On Yeah. I, I don't know if we're ever going to get more of him. Um, Also, we noticed that Cypher has a list that has Betty, Reggie, Tabitha, and Jughead all on the list, as well as Kevin. So I guess they're lost souls. guess so. Um, I don't know why Tabitha is. I get, Oh, well, it actually just says T-Tate. It might be Terrence. It must have been Terrence. It must have been Terrence. Um, so then Cypher goes to talk with Veronica, and um, she's like, oh, you're Lucifer? Yeah, you. I'm kicking you out. Bye. Like, she doesn't even care that he's Lucifer. And then Reggie is like, yeah, I have made a deal with the devil, but I need you to outwit him Mm
1: -hmm. because outwit the devil
0: you're so smart and i'm like she couldn't even outwit her own father for like 12 years couldn't even outwit reggie so this is the part that i think annoyed me the most is that like veronica is going to basically outwit the devil here she's going to save reggie's soul in exchange for nick st clair but then reggie's like oh yeah i didn't i didn't uh i didn't barter my soul i bartered yours so why didn't he just tell her that from the beginning because then she would have been able to save her own soul yeah he's the dem well i also think that the the
1: devil probably wouldn't have agreed to a trade for nick st clair's soul for hers i think it would have had to have been more right yeah so they get nick st clair in they get him to sign away his soul veronica's like yes outsmarted the devil and devil's like but we're still on for tomorrow like i'm
0: taking you and and this is pretty like you know, low-hanging fruit here. But I think this show was just like, who do we have that sucks and has no redeeming qualities? Nick St. Clair. Let's also now just pile on. Like, he doesn't pay taxes, drinks and drives two to three times a week, has had three hit and runs, has signed tons of NDAs for harassment against his staff and interns. He says he'll sign his soul over to the devil in exchange for sleeping with Veronica, uh, which doesn't end up happening, thank goodness. But I'm like... you know Veronica's a horrible person, but man, they're just like, let's make us hate Nick Sinclair even more. Like, you didn't, I already and, hated him, I didn't need to hate him more. That's what's so
1: weird is it's like, yo, Nick, the devil already has your soul,
0: like, you're going
1: to hell already. Like, this is not a true, like, Cif- Mr. Cypher doesn't want this guy, he already has him.
0: It was just super, it was a super, like, uncomfortable scene to watch because it's just, like, weird watching a person being, like, smiling while listing off all these horrible things they've done. I don't know, it's just, like, came across really weird but oh well um and so veronica confronts reggie this is where like we said he tells her that it's actually her soul that's up um and so she tries to renegotiate with cypher and he's like okay what if you give me alice's soul so veronica tries to kind of do that but then i don't know if this was trying to show us that like she was a good person that like last second she she... doesn't sign it over to alice
1: she gets there and is like has alice ready to sign the contract to get rid of her and then re- realizes she can't do it. I think that it's probably just because she now knows what it feels like for someone
0: else to uh, sell your soul to the devil. Like, okay, but she's not going to sell over Alice's one soul. This is a real trolley problem for you. She decides she's a good person because she doesn't sell away Alice's soul. But the deal she's going to end up making is that instead she's going to sell a soul every single
1: week. Yeah, but they're the souls of gambling degenerates degenerates, Mary, not pure of heart people
0: like Alice. I don't think I, but those gambling degenerate, I am a gambling degenerate. I don't think my soul deserves to be sold to the devil.
1: Well, I think Veronica would disagree. <laughs>
0: so whatever um i i'm kind of mad at this because i really like this song and i i don't know why like is it better or worse when they do musical numbers when i like the songs that they're singing or when i don't like the songs
1: so what i find annoying is um i like when they do more pop songs because that's more in range of pretty much all of the women who sing on this show but this was like so obviously auto-tuned and it's like yeah we get it veronica's Lady Gaga. Like, she can't do
0: it. I do Just, love this song, though. It's a great song. Yeah. She sings Mary the Night, which I do think, like, like it kind of she fits She kind of here. does it. She kind of marries the devil a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the dancing in the leotard, like, I get that you're trying to be Lady Gaga here, but, like... Not the tearaway skirt. Okay. Here's the best part about the tearaway skirt. She throws the tearaway skirt into the audience, and it hits a person, and I had to watch... It four times and pause it to be able to See who it hits like I think they cut that Clip a little too short like I think the Editors because y- y- it required Pausing to see who she threw it at but she just Throws it at Kevin which is really funny uh, Kevin, I-, I did love that Um, And Kevin's just sitting there staring like Wait a second why is she getting To sing I sold my soul In order to sing yeah. yeah but
1: he's gonna go Be in New York he's gonna be in a better Place
0: yeah so She talks with Reggie at the end of the episode Tells him about the exchange she's made and then the doorbell rings or there's a knock and he's like what's that and she's like oh reggie go answer the door you know who it is and she didn't put on that (laughs) weird accent i don't know what that's about and
1: it it was the devil and the devil came for reggie with reggie's soul because uh he deserved it because it's his fault
0: yep (sighs) which is kind of weird so you can like make deals like she gave nick sinclair to the devil in exchange for reggie and like went back on that and then, like, gave Reggie over again? Like, I feel like once you you cleared his name...
1: Reggie wasn't actually given over, so she just gave Nicholas for nothing. I thought it was, like, in exchange for you can never take Reggie. No, I think that it was a little bit of, like, she thought Reggie's soul was on the line and the
0: devil knew that he wasn't.
1: So he was just like, I'm gonna get a freebie here.
0: (laughs) All right, well... Yeah, easy, as, easy pickings with the St. Clairs. And I the, mean, Reggie, the Saint
1: Reggie signed the liquor order with the devil's pen.
0: True. Now, I didn't know you had to use the devil's pen. Is that a thing?
1: I don't know. I, I think in some like ways that this is done, you sign it in blood. It's the pen, the devil's pen. You'd use um the pen from Harry Potter where you sign and it takes your blood.
0: Oh, the, the bad one. Yeah, that quill. <laughs> that quill. <laughs> Why do I not know what it's called? Who cares? Um, all right. So I was going to say quick quotes quill, but it's definitely not that one. No, that's just-
1: what Rita Skeeter uses. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I know that. Wow, I'm really failing here as an expert. I have no it's, idea what it's called. I can't remember, and I don't I, I don't care. I don't think it has a name. I think it's
1: just no, the No, it quill. definitely... The,
0: like it the definitely. torture quill. I don't know. The detention quill. Whatever. Uh, let's talk about Betty. <laughs> yeah, so um, this one was weird. I, you know, I'll say I got mad at the beginning of the plot line and then I got happy by the end or by partway through. And here's why. I was actually really mad that we were going to, like, have some TBK stuff in Riverdale because my whole complaint with this show is that I don't want them to do anything that I feel like should happen in Riverdale, if that makes sense. Like, going around, killing off characters, Veronica having, like, a cult, or not Veronica, Cheryl having a cult, the casino, none of that needs to happen. Like, I'd be fine if we reset and, you know, go back to Riverdale and the casino actually hasn't happened yet. That's all fine. But if we found out who the TBK was or like made any progress in that plot line, I'd be upset because I think that that's one of the few things I'm really interested to find out back in Riverdale proper. So
1: how many things are you interested in finding out from Riverdale proper? You said one of the things.
0: I'm interested in that. I'm interested in finding out exactly how like Rivervale fits in, like whether or not it was a fever dream or if we're just never going to talk about it. I am curious about that. And I'm curious to know, uh, uh, how we're going to eventually wrap up the Kevin plotline, unless the way we're wrapping it up is just he's going to Broadway and that's it.
1: Some Broadway baby.
0: I think that's it. I think that's all I care about. Oh no, I am curious to see whether or not we ever have any more Bughead, or if that if that's just gone. Like oh, I'm just, that's I'm coming interested. back. Well, that is for sure. So so there's back. there's a few things I'm interested in. Notice how I did not bring up <laughs> Veronica or Archie because no one cares. I do not care about them. Um, and and you know what I used to care about. Reggie but this episode really soured me on him. It's I mean, like and, and I understand that this is Riverdale. It's like when you get mad at someone in a dream and then when you wake up and you're mad at them in real life. It's like that. Yep, it happens. Yeah. Um so so start us off. Uh, talk about the uh, the Betty Cooper plotline. Yeah. So <laughs> Betty gets
1: a call from Glenn Which Sure Fine And Glenn is like I caught the trash bag killer And I am transporting him to Riverbale Because he says That he will only speak to you He will not speak to anybody
0: else Is this Does this like Make any kind of sense When it comes to serial killers Um like did they want to talk to like one of their victims or something if you
1: want to talk about like fictional serial killers in silence of the lambs hannibal will only talk to clarice that's true that's true but, but what about Han- like, real ones is there any like hannibal's weird because at the end uh, spoiler for the hannibal series at the end hannibal and clarice get married in the books why I don't know. Okay. He, like, kidnaps her, but then they end up together, and it's weird. Aren't you a big Hannibal fan? Big Hannibal fan. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, except for Hannibal Rising, which is the worst. Is that uh, – what is Hannibal Rising? Is that a book? Hannibal Ri- – so, Hannibal Rising is the prequel, but it came out, like, after everything else had already been out, and, like, the whole, like, beauty of Hannibal as a character is that he is just unrepentantly evil. He is a cannibal, he is evil, he is a murderer, and there's no reason for it. He just is. Oh. And- and then so you Hannibal don't want Rising, any kind of
0: backstory on Cannibal why. Cannibal
1: Rising tries to provide a justification of, like, mm. basically him and his, like, little sister were kidnapped during the war in Russia? World War II, maybe? World War One and World War II? I can't remember. I've, I only read it once, and it was really bad. But basically, they were held captive, and, like, I think he ended up getting forced to eat his sister as a kid because they, like, ran out of food. I don't know. He got forced into cannibalism then, and then that's, like, his, like, villain origin story. And I just just think that in literature there's something so fascinating about someone who is just purely evil because they are and not like trying to give a justification for why they became that way and so I just feel like it muddies the whole thing and also I don't care about what Hannibal did in his youth and like his weird like it's all it's got like that and then it has him at like a boarding school and there's like stuff with samurai swords and like it's weird and I don't like it and I just wish that Thomas Harris had not done that and had just left
0: it sorry I'm I care a lot about the (laughs) I knew you did. Well, that's why I asked, because I was curious. Um, Yeah, so so Betty goes to talk with the TBK, and he's still wearing a mask, and I don't understand. His mask, it's like, it's not really a trash bag. It's like trash bag paper mache. Like, I don't know how to describe it.
1: It's like in um, Jackbox, when you play the trivia murder party, how's like the little like voodoo doll characters look like they're made out of like burlap. That's kind of what it looks like to me. Okay, interesting. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. But it's just one of those things where like obviously they would have just taken the mask off in any situation if they had actually arrested the TBK. So like you know that something's
0: wrong. Yes, but this is why that th- that is not the case. Also like there would be an exchange with Glenn, but instead it's like he just showed up and he's chained to a table and she talks to him. So instead Betty calls Glenn and she's like he's messing with me. I can't believe like you know i I just wanna I just wanna take his mask off. I just wanna kill him. I'm gonna you know whatever. And and Glenn's like, uh, excuse me, the TBK is not under custody. I have no idea what you're talking about. And she's like, mm. So she goes back to talk to him and, and he's like, yeah, I'm the devil. And she's like, oh, that checks out. Well, if you're the devil, prove it to me. Let me talk to my dad. And Hal's like, OK, I really didn't like this. I didn't like the like really weird false like Hal and then later with Polly when they're like, Betty, help, it hurts. I'm burning. I don't know. It just it, it's like if they were really in that much pain, they would not be able to coherent sentences i mean that if the devil's bringing
1: them through i think that he could force them to be able to
0: I- I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But she was like, prove that you're Hal. Tell me what we used to do after Little League. And he says he took her to Chazzy Cheddars. And I will say, if anything good came out of this episode, it was the fact that we got a close, but no cigar. So thank you very much. Chuck E. Cheese.
1: Snaps for Chazzy Cheddars. I wish that they had chosen a different middle initial. Chazzy Cheddars? Like, if it had been, like, not, if it had just been something else. Yeah. Like, Chazzy or Chaz, I don't know. I I just think, you know, you already changed chuck you already changed cheese yeah i don't know i don't know but i do love a nice close but no cigar and so she's like okay i believe that you're the devil what do you want from me and he's like yo there's a war brewing and it's between good and evil and i want you on my side and i will release your father from endless suffering
0: which is also something we got in the tabitha plot line was like the fact that there was going to be a war between good and evil i'm interested to know whether or not that's going to be actually something we get in rivervale or or if this is just completely random and we're not going to get any follow up to this.
1: Well, I think it's like the war was brewing, but because they saved Pops, maybe the war won't happen now. Oh, OK. But so I don't know. It's going to be a know. war for Pops. Well, I think that Pops was in, like, a very significant location. That's why the angels came for it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, we didn't really talk about the fact that, like, I guess, I mean, I guess the angels were just like, oh, Tabitha, you're such a good person that we need to help you out. Which, I think fine. it was
1: because she was the only one who had something so significant to give him.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't
1: know. I it, It's fine. It's it's
0: fine. So, the devil is like, okay, well, in exchange for you being on my side, like, that. this is interesting. He doesn't even ask Betty, like, for her soul. He just says, like, be on my side and help me out, basically. And if you do that, then I'll release your father from endless suffering. And this is where I'm thinking, hey, why why is this the deal you're trying to strike? Like, Betty doesn't even like her father. And that's exactly what happens. Well, She's like, why? Yeah. I don't even care about my dad. Because at this point, she doesn't know Polly's in hell. Right. Do you believe that Polly's actually in hell? Or is this just like a ploy? I mean,
1: Polly could be in hell, but we have no idea. We know that the devil can make fake voices and apparitions and stuff, so, like, we have no clue. I mean, she joined a cult.
0: I'm trying to think of what Polly did that was, like, explicitly evil.
1: I mean, it's not evil, but I think that if we're going based on, like, the moralistic view, being a sex worker is probably frowned upon if you're going based on, like, old-timey, like, Bible morals. Yeah, we don't know how hip this devil is. I don't think it's evil. I don't think that that's, like, a going to hell offense, but, like, I I don't know. Maybe the Riverdale creators do.
0: I mean, she was kind of in an insane Incestuous like like relationship. You, there's that.
1: Yeah, but she didn't know. Well. And I mean, technically speaking, they're like pretty distant cousins. I actually think that it would be legal for them to be married in America. Probably. It probably would be. Because like I'm pretty sure in a lot of places you can marry like your first cousin. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it's so Absolutely gross. disgusting. Um so I I don't really know. She, I mean, I feel like if you get murdered, that should, like, wipe out your own crimes. And you should just get to not have to go to hell because you died by murder. Probably. Yeah, that would make sense. So, he's... <laughs>
0: Stop laughing at me yawning. I just—it
1: was that was such a big yawn that I just had such an urge to like stick my finger in your mouth to be like cover uh, your you, mouth. Well,
0: luckily I'm safely not in the same location as you. Oh my gosh! I don't even do that though. Like that's not like a thing. <laughs> what would it be a thing? I've never like even, even heard, heard of the, someone doing oh, that. I
1: know multiple people where like if you yawn in front of them and you don't cover your mouth, they will try to stick their finger in your mouth. It's disgusting. That is just um, how.
0: That's how you get your finger bit off. Such okay, a bad decision. I, I don't think biting it off is, like, the full response. I mean, I would I would at least chomp down a little bit. I mean, yeah, bite him a little, sure. But, like, I, I just feel like you went from zero to 60 really fast. Uh, just like Veronica with her going from one soul to literally yeah, thousands. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. <laughs> so he's going to call Betty the whore of Babylon. Like, he's literally going to say, I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-covered beast full of blasphemy, and that woman was Babylon the Great, mother of all destruction and abomination. What does this have to do with Betty? What, okay, they, they keep trying to make us believe that Betty is like pure evil when she's done like some of the least evil stuff in this episode. And I'm including Betty? killing Jin, clearly <laughs>
1: killing Glenn. Ugh, can't say his name. Betty is the Babylon. She's the mother of destruction. I don't buy she it. She rides in on
0: the beast. I feel like that entire description fits like Cheryl more than it fits Betty or I like, feel like Veronica. I could be the mother
1: of destruction. And an abomination. Like that sounds like a cool job profile. I'm like the
0: mother of procrastination. And I relaxation. mean, like, FK,
1: if we're going by like actual, then yeah, I'm the mother <laughs> of laying in bed watching Grey's Anatomy. Exactly. But like I cu- I think I could be the mother of destruction I if don't. I
0: wanted. I think I would I think I would say it was too much of a hassle.
1: It's a it would be a lot of work. Then,
0: and then it's a lot to clean up. And maybe I'm not doing it, but somebody's cleaning to, that you up. You don't
1: have to clean it but up, somebody you just is get all of the fun I don't, and I don't, all don't like messing I don't like
0: causing messes for other people either.
1: Mary, you just told me that your whole bed is covered in
0: clothes so much that you (laughs) haven't slept in it in multiple days. Yes, but instead of, like, going on a rampage, it's literally just, it's just sitting over there and I'm denying it and pushing it off. I'm like, I, again, I'm procrastinating. Like, this is, this is my level of destruction. You're
1: you're obviously okay with some level of destruction. I'm not
0: okay with it. I can't even sleep in here. I have to sleep out in the hallway. It's horrible. Put
1: your clothes away. can't. Like, I will sit and talk to you on the phone while you fold and put your clothes away.
0: I hate hanging things up. I hate it so much.
1: Oh, my God. It's going to take you like <laughs> 10 minutes and you'll feel so much better when it's done. I know I will, but it's... uh We'll
0: see. We'll see if I get around to it tomorrow. I
1: love putting off tasks that take like 10 to
0: 20 minutes for like multiple days because I totally do the same thing. Yeah, but I've, I did like so many little 10 minute tasks today and I have not even made a dent in all the ones I need to. Huh. All right right um just the worst anyways i feel so, like we're so close um, betty kills we're glenn so
1: close <laughs> <He's>, well she <laughs> stabs the guy and then takes off the mask and it's glenn like, that was like the big gotta moment what we didn't this? know that it was glenn what does
0: this mean it means that like cypher so the devil reanimated glenn. glenn's body and like talked through him like i don't know glenn it. was alive the whole time oh right but like, but like the he, devil
1: was controlling him but he and, was like, also speaking through him, speaking through him
0: as Polly and how
1: yeah the devil can do all kinds of magic it's like Beetlejuice
0: I had an urge to say it three times but I didn't
1: so Did, I just saw something recently about how in community they do like a Beetlejuice bit have you ever seen that
0: uh, no D- it was like Beetleju- at one point show up Is there at one a Beetlejuice point in cameo? season one
1: it gets said at another point it gets said and then in a third episode it gets said and then in the background you just see Beetlejuice like walk past
0: that's a, a fun glass bit. window isn't that a fun bit I'm gonna look that up later Ah, I just wrote down B-E. Hopefully that reminds me. (laughs) It was too lazy to write down the whole word. (laughs) I'm just going to text you Beetlejuice right now. Thank you. Please do. Um, (laughs) So the very end of the episode... We get a call from someone named Foster from Glenn's office who's like, hey, Glenn's wife wants to know where he is and he's missing. Did we know Glenn had a wife? I thought Glenn was hooking no. up with Betty. Glenn was
1: fully dating Betty and taking care of her cat while she was out of town. So turns out
0: Glenn's nasty. I guess maybe that's why the devil was okay with him dying. Um, So he's buried under Betty's floor. It's a real Edgar Allan Poe telltale heart moment. Okay. You never, you never per- perused the... telltale heart i know the story of
1: the telltale heart it's just it's not something you hear referenced all the time
0: oh okay well i thought it was very apt um and that's that so mr cypher the title i couldn't find anything (laughs) i don't think it's a thing i think they just were like let's
1: find a new way to have lucifer
0: yeah i couldn't find it i couldn't find it um We do. We have our close-but-no-cigar Chazzy Cheddars, as we mentioned. Um, Who was the most normal this episode? Tabitha. Apparently, Louis Cipher is a
1: major character in lots of TV tropes. Main character in the 1987 film Angel Heart.
0: I think it's funny that Tabitha was the most out-of-character last episode and the most normal this episode.
1: Listen, we just
0: report the news. We don't make it. I guess for all we know, Finn could be really normal.
1: But we, he was barely there. We don't even know if he's a real person. I mean,
0: his job description Stop sounded it. pretty fun. He was like, first, I tell you what shows you have next, and then we go hook up in the champagne room. Sounds like a good gig.
1: I also do believe that um, Reggie was pretty in character. I feel like he would absolutely do this. <laughs> like, he remember, Reggie always had scams, he was selling drugs, he would do anything to succeed. I could say, and he's a little dumb, so Any- he doesn't give Veronica all the info. I I could actually really see an argument for yeah, Reggie. Yeah, like here. I
0: don't think that Reggie was being malicious when he tried to sell Veronica's soul. I think he was really just being stupid. And like wanting to succeed, which is what we know about Reggie. And he's the opposite of Archie. He's not chivalrous, etc. I think the reason I don't want to give it to him is You're because he's sad he, that he's dead. I'm not sad he's dead. I just think the fact that he did die and like like Tabitha I mean, didn't dying, sell her soul. So dying
1: for your mistakes. But I just I think it's in character for Reggie to have sold his soul. I just think there's an argument to be made. I'm fine with giving it to Tabitha, though.
0: Yeah, eh, I don't know. It's a toss up because the the part that annoyed me or not annoyed me, but the part that I think detracts from Tabitha being normal was that she was so like chill about the whole situation. She didn't She's seem a panicked woman. at all. She's yeah, a but successful businesswoman. Contracts don't scare her. No, no, not that. Like her grandfather being like in the hospital and stuff. She just didn't seem worried at any point. I don't yeah, know.
1: I don't know. People respond to like grief and stuff in all kinds of ways.
0: Yeah. What about most out of character? Alice? <laughs> Why was Alice so worried about morality? <laughs> yeah. Man, you know what I miss? I Remember miss when Alice, Alice in season 2, <laughs> walked in walked in in the red rest? dress. <laughs> That's like the one thing we always bring up. oh uh, I miss that so much. It was a it was a blip on the radar, but I loved it. It's listen, it was a blip on the radar of time, but it was so much
1: more than a blip in our hearts.
0: Yeah, it really was. Um I don't know if this is out of character for her. We got nothing from her. What about mm. Kevin? What about Kevin just instantly signing over his soul with like, did not even read not, the contract.
1: He wants success in New York on Broadway so much he would do anything for it.
0: I don't even know if Kevin knew that he was the devil. Like, Kevin was just like, I'm sold. This random dude walked up. My life is great. Yeah.
1: Remember when Kevin ended up in tickle porn?
0: Okay, that's This is very
1: on uh, brand for him. Okay. Well, then who was, someone had to be out of character. Well, Veronica was very in character too. TBH. Um,
0: Betty Betty murdered someone. She's murdered before. I do think it was a little out of character. Like, we did see her scrubbing herself in the shower, but other than that, she did not seem that hung up on the TBK thing, even when she thought it was him, and I think she should have been probably more.
1: I mean, she didn't care that much when she killed that, when that guy died by chainsaw. Yeah. Okay, someone had to be out of character. (laughs) It was Alice.
0: (sighs) All right, fine.
1: I think actually everyone was pretty in character except for Alice.
0: Okay. All right, I don't, I don't, I don't care anymore. Oh my god, I'm, I'm just tired. I'm tired. I don't know. I don't know what's You're happening. Like,
1: it's 30 I need to go to bed.
0: Yep, that's, that's really where I'm at. Um, so did you enjoy this episode? Did we, did we talk about that? Okay. So here's the thing. When I was watching the episode, I was not having a
1: good time. I think I even texted you to be like, I'm not enjoying myself. But through talking about it, I think I've come around on it. Oh, I feel like, like it's that's, fine. The, it's like, firmly second in the. Rankings of the Rivervale episodes for me. Um, I like the first one last, yeah, then yeah. this one, then the, last. This week. was
0: much better than last week. I, I I will agree with that. Keep our rankings top of mind because I do want to do a full ranking. So yeah, I, yeah, we can put this at safely at number two. Um, mm-hmm. let's let's see what the listeners thought. Gregory McBean says, "I'm a little behind on Riverdale, but excuse me, did you say the devil?" Yeah, I and I said she said what she said. Yep. Um, let's see <laughs> who is who is Tom Ellis. What is this? Is Tom Ellis an actor who's played the devil? In Something. Oh, Tom Ellis is the actor who played Lucifer in Lucifer. Oh, baby,
1: and let me tell you, <laughs> when I say Tom Ellis could ruin my life, yeah, whenever he wants. And apparently, to.
0: based on what I looked up earlier, he also goes by Lucifer Morningstar. So that must be like a thing. That's yeah, not that's like his real. That's d- the devil's name. Why is it Morningstar? Why is that? Like, what does that have to do with anything? Um,
1: I think that it comes from Morningstar being the name of the angel that Lucifer was before he was like kicked out of heaven
0: here's a pet peeve of mine i don't like names that are just words like morning star now that's two words my middle name and last name were technically both words like that but <laughs>
1: but whatever i i mean it's like i think it's canonically his name like in the bible like i i don't really think you can quibble
0: with it <sighs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quibble. Anyway, so back to Tom Ellis, which is what uh, Wes said. Tom Ellis? Because maybe, just maybe. Otherwise, I'll just keep on keeping on. Um, it's not Tom Ellis. Sadly, sadly, not Tom.
1: I think in order of hot Lucifers, you got Tom Ellis. You've got the one from Tilling Adventures of Sabrina. And then we've got this guy.
0: Uh, look up the Lucifer from um, from Supernatural. I feel like that oh, guy I was pretty hot, too. Hold I on. I can't
1: remember him. Um, let me look him up. Uh, he... He's, he's fine. He's fine. And it really depends on the scene. Like, in some of the clips, I'm like, okay, Lucifer. And then in some of the clips, I'm like, mm, that's just a normal dude.
0: Yeah, I've liked him some of the time. He was a little bit more of like a like a sort of... <laughs>
1: like a jokey yeah i'm kind of going like a little like "Hmm, a little
0: little sassy little jokey he's
1: got a little bit of a silly goofy mood going
0: on yeah yeah so i don't know but you know what i'd say you're playing lucifer not a bad gig you like, gotta be at least a little bit attractive to be Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah, you're having you're having fun. Um, let's see. What else we got? What else do we got? I don't know. I'm trying to see if we had anything else. I felt like I felt like we had something. Um, and people gotta get used to us oh, recording early. Yes. Um uh Zev says, Not gonna lie, this episode only had half my attention, but I know two things. One, since Sabrina is canon, there are at least two Lucifers in the greater Riverdale universe, which Kirsten yeah, one is upset about.
1: Is Lou Cypher, and one is Lucifer Morningstar so I do think at least it's like a little bit different
0: or it's 100% the same person he just has different face like he can disguise himself differently well that's stupid yeah it is it definitely is um number two Pop Tate really needs to leave town again he deserves so much more you say it Zev I mean now that they've
1: like blessed Pops I think that that's like the safest place in the world he could be probably not
0: where was he before did he go to like the Bahamas I think he went
1: to Florida oh Florida yeah
0: okay yeah he should he should at at the very least at least cash in some vacation days at some point.
1: He should definitely take a nice trip.
0: Yeah, definitely do. Um. All right. Well, I think that's all for this week's episode. Thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll be back for next week for episode four. Oh my gosh, only two more left in Rivervale. Until then, you can follow us online. You can follow me at Frail Mary on every platform and check out KowskiCast at kowskycast.com and Cast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you're interested, you can also check out the most recent podcast I was on, which which is dropping tomorrow as of when we are recording this. Ooh. I was on the Shit 90s pod, which was super fun. Ooh. Talking about one of the most emotional episodes of Boy Meets World, A Long Walk to Pittsburgh, part one and two. And uh, normally I talk about silly stuff, but I'll just say we had some fun. You know, it wasn't, it was, it was, there was still some lightheartedness in the podcast. And um, if you have not ever listened to Shit 90s shows taught me with Jess and Sarah, then you should check it out if you like um boy meets world dawson's creek or other 90s movies and content i know kirsten you were on a while back
1: yeah we talked about 10 things i hate about you
0: good good movie my number two movie what's your number one movie Legally Blonde, baby. Good, good choice. Good choice. Um, so yeah, so feel free to check that out. Uh, they have a new website and it's beautiful and it's making me want to recreate my website, but I don't have the energy to do that. But boy, is it beautiful. Um... Kirsten, where can everyone check you out? Yes, yeah, so you can follow
1: me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. There's a new Fall Guys season, so I've been playing some of that, um, as well as, of course, like Among Us and Goose Goose Duck type situations over there, um, as well as I have a weekly BoJack Horseman rewatch podcast with Lindsay Wilson, and we are getting to the end of season four of BoJack over on BoJack Horse Pod, and uh, having a great time, so it's not too late to to join the party.
0: So much fun. I need to get back into Fall Guys.
1: The new levels are um I think you will like them because I like them because they're actually a little bit easier compared to mm. some of the other I new need levels. That. Like, th- like I'm still bad at them, but I've already I've been able to make it through like three of the five already or four of the five. And with practice I think I'll actually be able to do them unlike some of the other levels that they release that I will just never be able to do. And I know that you're kind of more on par with me in Fall Guys than some of our other friends who are like really good at it.
0: And and like the ones the uh, set that was released before this one I felt like yeah they, they were just like a little too difficult for me to really love so yeah they were tough okay awesome well yeah. I'm excited to talk to you next week um, hope yeah, everyone we is enjoying our sporadic schedule but uh, last week you know last week was holidays was holiday. Th- this time we're, we're back on our on our Wednesday and recording also, which is great
1: for the, the listeners Mary's birthday is right around the corner it so is. wish her a happy birthday
0: yes <laughs> this it like might get released very close to your birthday. It might be. I actually I have a lot of stuff going on birthday wise this weekend, so I I want to release it before then. I hey, fingers crossed. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, everyone. Until next time. Bye.